Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and you're tuned into Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. This show where we break down all of the hottest, strangest, most fabulous celebrity gossip stories of the week, pretty much to distract you from the horrors going on in the real world and just to make you smile. Couldn't do this by myself. Luckily, I am flanked and loved and supported by my amazing semi-ginger identifying co-host. Arbiter of Beauty and Style, Gwen Flamberg. I mean, let's be clear here. I fully identify as a ginger, as you guys both should. Hey, guys, it is great to be here. <laughs> and she always gets our final rose. It's baby woman Sarah Huron. Wow. Thank you so much for that. I am a little exhausted this week from covering the Bachelor finale. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm going to persevere for you guys. And your Countess and Friends t-shirt is really giving me life, Travis, for anyone oh, watching on YouTube. Thank you so much. Hell with Countess. Now I'm queen. <laughs> Uh, Chic say la vie, everybody. Well, we have, I am really excited about some of the stories and the podcast today because they're really would like Hillary Duff said what celebrity gossip dreams are made of. They are so ridiculous, so good. And Gwyneth Paltrow might be involved. But before we get into that hot mess of white bread, Four Seasons, Ritz-Carlton drama. Let's start with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made my co-hosts and I, you know what we did? We clutched our proverbial pearls, unless we were wearing real ones. And then we held on to those too, for dear life, because we were shocked and thrown back by the story. <clears throat> Baby woman, let's start with you. What made you go woe this week? Well, you know, Scandaval has been the story heard around the world for the month of March, and that's still living rent-free in my head. And the latest developments come from Sheena Marie Shea, who was in court this week. Um, You know I love court. I can't wait to get to Gwyneth. But first, we have to talk about Sheena Marie Shea showing up to court in her attempt to be, you know, Elle Woods meets Aaron Brockovich, but just like Sheena Marie Shea of Azusa, like doing her best. Um, I didn't love it. Yeah, her spin on it. She was in court on Wednesday for the hearing after Raquel slash Rachel filed a restraining order against Sheena because Raquel claimed that Sheena punched her upon hearing of the Raquel and Tom affair. 
Sheena has denied punching Raquel from the beginning. And after the day after they filmed the reunion, which they had to do separately and kind of rotate in and out of being on the couch or on the chairs together, um, Raquel released a statement saying she intended to drop the restraining order and was not going to go to the hearing on March 29th. Now, Sheena's lawyer, who is pretty much a full-time um, Us Weekly employee at this point because he does amazing work on Us Weekly's YouTube channel if you've never watched it with Christina Garibaldi. Thank he, you to that man. Thank you to that man. I love that man. And he has been savage in his statements and interviews and I support it. He explained to Sheena and to the world that the kind of restraining order Raquel filed, you cannot just say you're going to drop it in a statement to entertainment tonight. And that means it goes away. Like we have to go through the legal system here. So Sheena and her lawyer were at court. Raquel was not. And of course, the order was dismissed because Raquel didn't even show up. And Sheena was, quote unquote, caught by photographers, a.k.a. the TMZ backward people have had made millions off of the Vanderpump Rules cast in the last week, if you don't know how this works. But anyway, she was talked, uh, photographers stopped her. And she said, this is from Sheena explaining it. It's very me pretending I'm a lawyer. It's the same energy of Sheena pretending she's a lawyer. She said, Raquel didn't drop it, which is why we had to come here today. With this type of restraining order, there's no way to dismiss the case. That's why we had to show up. But I think her absence today further proves this was all a PR stunt from the beginning to deflect from the affair, save face, and to abuse the court system. There's people out there who actually need this. There are real victims of domestic violence. There's amazing organizations such as Futures Without Violence and LifeWire who helps the people who really need this. Then Sheena was asked, would she, does she plan to maintain any sort of friendship with Raquel in the future? And she dropped the proper statement and just dropped a casual, hell no, about her future with Raquel. And um, yeah, you know, it's the lawyer then told Us Weekly what they planned to say in court, which was that Sheena did in fact push Raquel. She just yes. didn't punch her and explain that Raquel is 5'10 and was wearing heels and Sheena is 5'5 on a good day. It's not even possible for her to punch her, but there was a push after Raquel reportedly grabbed Sheena's wrist to begin with. So that was our confirmation. There was some sort of physical altercation, but also that the restraining order has been dropped and life in Valley Village can go on as as planned. Now, she is 5'5", five five, but those nails make her 5'9". So <laughs> we think that she pushed her and that reach was extended uh, almost a full foot with those <laughs> coffin tips. Yeah. So there wasn't any mention of the nail slice to the eyebrow. I'm really interested. I want an in-depth breakdown because I know what shape her nail was and I know mm -hmm. what the scar was. And, you know, it's it's an epitaph on that coffin tip. And I think that's maybe what they would have copped to in addition to the push, because what Sheena's lawyer has been saying the whole time is this discolorization that Raquel is alleging is a black eye. They have so shadily pointed out that Raquel apparently always has. She does. This discolorification. This discolorification. Oh, and the scratch above her eye is the only thing new. So she, she does. She could use, you know, the um, hemorrhoid and like anti-inflammatory <laughs> is great for that. That's not for discoloration. That's for depuffing. Oh, Yes, okay. yes, but a little laser might help fade that hyperpigmentation that she supposedly always has. Listen, I'm not buying any of this. There are cameras everywhere. Forget even if you're filming a reality show, just cameras in life. We are all always being watched. So like there's got to be video of that altercation somewhere. And I'm just dying to see it. Maybe I'm, I'm you know, during the new season, it'll come out miraculously found. I want to see that tiny lady with the long nails shove that tall lady into a wall because she found out that she uh, ruined her best friend's life. Well, that made us all go, whoa, thank you, baby woman. Um, Gwen Flamberg, I know you might need an assist from a bachelor expert here, but tell us <laughs> what made you go, whoa, this week? Oh, gosh, guys, do you hear that sound? 
Do you hear it? Do you hear the bells? Those are wedding bells are ringing. Well, not necessarily wedding bells, but Lana Del Rey did get engaged this week. Of course, it's her second engagement. So we're not sure if we're going to get to the wedding, but let's hope that it is a short engagement and a marriage as long as the name of her album that she also released this week, which is called... Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Oh, I mean, guys, nice. that's like the longest name of a record in uh, the history. Yeah. Record. I don't even sure. know where Ocean Boulevard is. Well, it's either she always either sings about Brooklyn or about Los Angeles. Yeah. There is an Ocean Boulevard in, in both. So, oh, wow. you know, we'll we'll see. I don't know. I have to do a little bit of a deeper dive. I've only <laughs> kind of listened to a couple of the songs. I love Lana Del Rey's music, but she is engaged to Evan Winokur, who is a talent manager and a musician. And um, I don't know, Trav, I remember you raving about the ring from the first engagement. And this ring that. is kind of a little bit, it's not super big. It's kind of an average size. It's an oval or I, I can't tell. I think it's an oval with two side oval stones. It could be round with Two oval stones. I'm not exactly sure, but it's a has three stones. It looks very pretty. It could be antique, but I doubt it. Um, could be just made to look like antique. But it, for me, I don't like it as much as the first engagement ring. I like the first engagement ring so much more, and it's not because the diamond is bigger. I just thought it was more beautiful and stood up. If this one is an antique and vintage, you got me. Ooh. Love a uh, old ring that is fantastic, but the stones just like. I don't know. They're all sort of the same size. So they make each other look smaller. They're in constant competition. I, I got <laughs> lots of problems with this ring. So sorry, Lana. I hope your marriage is fantastic, but miss your old engagement ring. Mm, yeah, it's been a big week of engagements. I mean, there was the bachelor engagement, Sarah, right? Yes. Katie and Zach are engaged despite him sleeping with Gabby on the show. A tale as old as time in the bachelor franchise. And while Neil Lane opted not to go to Thailand to present Zach with ring options because i guess even he says i don't care about the program anymore um he did get his choice of rings for katie and the one he picked i want gwen to react to but i do also want to point out he wanted to pick a different ring but it's the ring that tino picked out for rachel last season on the bachelor so the show said no <laughs> even though it was the kind of ring katie wanted so katie got screwed a few times in this process so she didn't get the ring she wanted of course if you want to hear from zach and katie and hear all the shady questions i asked them please please go listen to us weekly is here for the right reasons podcast but as a as a jewelry expert Gwen, what did you think of the ring that ended up on katie's finger because it's quite large i Wait, thought it was gorgeous is large. it the, is it the one that they always get that's a cushion yeah. cut halo similar it has the halo it has the the very delicate diamonds on the band yeah. it's a very neil lane design yeah um i mean i thought it was a gorgeous ring it's a it very is. covetable ring Let's be honest, Neil Lane wants to sell those rings. And so that is the ring that is chosen for the Bachelorette. We know how this game works. But listen, I think that she did okay. Hopefully yeah. their relationship lasts. She gets to keep that day. Yeah. <laughs> or at least two years. You got to yeah, make there it two it years. Go for it. Go for it. Um, make and, it happen, I, guys. and breaking news, I just received an email from Mike Freed, who always sends the celebrity yes, engagement ring quote evaluations. Lana Del Rey's um, three carat round cut stone is $100,000 possible mm. retail value, he says. This three stone Why? ring is eye catching and delicate all at once. What is he basing I, that on? I mean, there are three diamonds. So maybe, but it doesn't look like a hundred thousand dollar ring to me. Sorry. Gwen I, says no. 
I agree, Mike Freed, and you're the expert, but well, that didn't make me go, well, it did make me go, whoa, this week, but something that made me go, whoa, was from Sharon Stone. Now, I don't know why I have a personal fascination with the sexism that Sharon Stone experienced in the 90s during Basic Instinct. If you've heard about the movie, she has this famous scene where she crosses and uncrosses her legs, not wearing underwear, but she wasn't told that the camera would be below her waist, so she went to the premiere and then saw her vagina on screen for the first time and was shocked. Nobody told her. It was like definitely a form of sexual assault and just a wild time. And she has opened up at the New York Women in Film uh, 40, 43rd Annual Muse Awards lunch that happened yesterday and said that she, while well, Michael uh, Michael Douglas made $14 million for the film, she only made 500000 So much dramatically less. She said, yes, he was a huge star back then and I was not. But just that pay disparity is so bad. And she says the director called her Karen the entire movie shoot and didn't know her name was Sharon. And she said, even at the governor's ball after the Oscars, which is where all the celebrities go to get their name engraved, he was like, Karen, I'm so proud of you. And she said, you just saw the poster and it doesn't say Karen on it. So I don't know if it was just being a dick, but like, I mean, she's the star of the movie and he's calling Sharon Karen even at the Oscars. Wild. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> yeah. I, Wild I, time. <clears throat> I, I will never get over the 90s basic instinct drama. Apparently, Sharon. I've never seen that movie. Up. Oh, you, know, you better watch it. It's actually really good. It's, it's very great. sexy. It stands thriller. up and it stands up. It does. I watched it for the first time like a couple of years ago, which is probably still obsessed with it. It's actually really good. I'll add it to my list. Well, let us kick off with some of the news today. Well, Reese Witherspoon and Jimmy Jim, as I'm calling him now, Jim Toth, <laughs> um, have announced their split on March 24th in a joint statement, just two days shy of their 12th anniversary. They said it is with a great deal of care and consideration that we have made the difficult decision to divorce. It's a lot of alliteration, difficult decision to divorce. We've enjoyed so many wonderful years together and moving forward with deep love, kindness, and mutual respect for everything we have created together. That's nice. Our biggest priority is our son and our entire family as we navigate the next chapter. These matters are never easy, yada, yada, yada. And a source told us that they really are the best of friends, and this is an amicable decision. They're committed to co-parenting together, and they're invested in their whole family and making this a smooth um, as for everyone as possible. Now, they announced their engagement in December 2010, and they wed in 2011 in a very laid-back ceremony on her ranch in Ojai, California. Now, they share a 10-year-old son, Tennessee James, and Reese Witherspoon, of course, also shares two kids with her ex, Ryan Felipe, Ava, who is 23, and Deacon, who is 19. Now, this was sort of like a shocking split for was some, it? but Us Weekly has been reporting that they've been having problems for the last two years. So it was actually shocking to me that this announcement didn't come forever ago because of right. the stories we have heard. We have heard that their the romance sort of died from their relationship and they were roommates at this point. She's very go-getter. She, of course, has Hello Sunshine Production Company, which did Daisy in the Six. She's always working on stuff. You've seen her talk. She and Jim Toth is the more laid-back guy, and they just didn't quite gel. What did you guys think about this celeb divorce announcement? The biggest, my biggest takeaway is that she announced it 
on a Friday, knowing, knowing that she was going to drive the narrative of this story because that's before all of the celebrity weeklies go to print. Other people, if they wanted to sort of fly in under the radar, would announce it on a Tuesday morning. So I thought kind of feel like that was calculated. You know, she is so type A. Like, I just think of her as Tracy Flick, that character she played. Yeah. I think that's who she is in real life. And listen, we have had reporting for such a long time that they were partners and best friends, but like really not living a romantic life for a very long time. And then let's also talk about that, you know, press tour with Ashton Kutcher when... Clearly, um, I don't know. Something was a mess. Like, I think she's they've been living very separate lives for a very long time. When I totally agree. First of all, on the digital side of things, like 4 p.m. on a Friday is such an attack. Like, I want nothing to happen after um, noon on a Friday, let alone 4 p.m. Better than 6, but still an attack, Reese Witherspoon. So Average. I'm mad at you for that. Yeah. But also, I think that... This is like not maybe a popular take because people love Reese Witherspoon and I love her on screen. Like I don't besides um, the Ashton Kutcher movie, which was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Every other Reese Witherspoon movie like I love like she's in some of my favorites. Sweet Alabama, Legally Blonde, Election. But I agree. I think she's like Tracy Flick in real life, too. I think she's insanely calculated. And especially after her first marriage failed, she and then the Jake Gyllenhaal relationship was messy. She wanted to have like a family like brand and like Mm -hmm. vibe. And then when her and Jim Toth got arrested and it was the whole, do you know who I am? She had to really like figure out a way to make sure this brand could be strong. So she laid back for a little bit, had a few movies flop, hashtag water for elephants, and then came back with this feminist book led hello sunshine badass production company and i love all the shows and movies that hello sunshine does i love the morning show but like it's very calculated like the team behind hello sunshine made reese witherspoon this like draper james southern belle that she's wanted to be and my equal have to say my roommate laura has said this for years so i'll give her some credit for this theory in case she listens she doesn't but i don't want to get back to her that i didn't give her credit but now i'm very on board because of this and now second divorce is a little bit of a crack in this image that this whole team has put together for her but that's probably why they waited so long so we knew that this has been going on for a long time and they had to try to like make it as long as they could because two divorces is not draper james southern bell reese witherspoon esque but woman who has a career that maybe man couldn't handle a little bit interesting narrative and take on that thank you sarah and sarah's roommates i'm glad that you guys are talking about this and <laughs> all the I time really, really. Like that theory thank you so much love it love it more well, party earned that trip to the bahamas yeah. <laughs> who do you think do you think reese witherspoon will date anyone famous next because we haven't seen her since like the jake gyllenhaal of it all really be out there and maybe be a little messy with someone. I think it'll be the same kind of situation as a Jim Toth, like another power agent, power lawyer, producer in Hollywood. I don't think she's going for somebody in front of the camera. Mm, I I want to agree with Gwen, but Reese's old behavior before this tells me she's looking for someone famous. Like, and what I if feel- like, her and Harry Styles started dating? Oh my God. What if her and Pete Davidson started dating? Uh, oh like, God. A girl can dream. <laughs> oh my God. I I I think it's gonna be a celebrity. I don't know if it's gonna be Harry Styles. I mean, you mean well, he's a little busy making out with Emrata, making me cringe, but 
I know. Well, you know, that is one of our news topics. So let's just roll right into Tokyo. Uh, Harry Styles was spotted making out with Emily Ratajkowski. We get it. You're both hot. You're both single. Get at it. But what I thought was interesting was all the rumors online that have now um, ignited saying that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles brought Emily in for a threesome and they knew each other. And there's all of these wild conspiracy online. These are unfounded. Us Weekly is not confirmed, but there's all these times that they were in the same place together there's no photos but the fan theories that they had a threesome and this is sort of like a bonus after is wildly interesting to me i mean wildly interesting and i could see it because i think olivia wilde was in that relationship in a place of insecurity and i think if harry styles suggested something she would have jumped on it and done it and also like she has no boobs. Amrata has the rap voice. <laughs> so I could just see it. Oh my God. I could just see it. She I don't know if I believe this. You to the table. I don't know Two if I believe things. it, but there are pictures of Olivia Wilde and Amrata both at the Harry Styles concert together over yeah. the summer. Yeah. And there is a picture of them just a few weeks ago at the Vanity, Vanity Fair. Fair Oscar party sitting in the same group of people. So I don't know. Smoke salmon, as Gwen says. Smoke. Anything, I've taught you so well. There is something to be said for Emrod and Olivia Wilde were friendly, have met. Right. What does Olivia Wilde think seeing this video of Harry Styles? By the way, like they're making out like they like don't know how. Like, the <gasps> it's so really sloppy. Weird. It's worse than Lily Rose Depp and Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, it's giving that. It's made me uncomfortable. And like, I love Harry Styles and I don't want to see him not live up to how I imagine him. It was late at way. night. It was in Tokyo. I'm assuming that there's jet lag and booze because it did look like, I forget what movie this is, but he was trying to suck the jelly out of a donut. Like it was really yes. giving oh, that. What movie is that. It looks like you were trying to suck the jelly out of a, a donut. I don't know, but it was some comedy. We'll look it up. Um, but I, 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 the video is so wild. The pictures are just so messy and it does not look good, but hopefully I really want Olivia Wilde to release, you know, someone close to her as a source to release that they actually had a threesome and that this was sort of, um, lingering effects after that. I just applaud Emily Ratajkowski for really like living her single best life Mm -hmm. because her ex-husband, uh, was accused of sexual misconduct from a girl who was 17 at the time. She, we had heard, um, rumblings about this a couple, like a year and a half ago, right when they're about to break up. But she says that Sebastian McLeod, uh, groomed her online, brought her in, forced her to get naked for a movie role mm. had this guy you know whisper in her ear can i put it it was so it's a really like bad a mini cast harvey weinstein really mm-hmm. mini harvey weinstein the things this girl had to do in the audition were not normal yeah. very aggressive and she was so young and i always just sebastian mcleod always had a creepy look in his yeah. eye and i oh, never he like a creep. right he looks yeah. like such a creep like sitting in the back of the room so Emily Ratajkowski, we support you because that is a rough, rough ex-Hubsby to have to go through. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to the fun baby woman, Sarah Huron. Would you please take us to the courtroom, to oh. Park City, to Deer Valley, Deer Valley, where we are enjoying a lovely day on the slopes when all of a sudden, what happened? <laughs> 
there's a crash. So <laughs> a blood curdling scream, a blood curdling scream. Allegedly, in case you've been living under a rock back in 2016, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and this man, Terry, this retired doctor got into some sort of collision on the slopes. Now, he waited three years to then file a lawsuit against Gwyneth Paltrow for three million dollars, alleging he had brain damage and like a new personality and broken ribs and all this crazy stuff that he blamed this crash with Gwyneth for. Gwyneth countersued for $1 and is saying he's a liar. And now years later, delays COVID, all that stuff. They are in court. And Gwyneth, instead of settling, instead of just giving this man any amount of money, which has since been lowered from $3 million to $300,000, she is showing up to court every day. We're on day like eight of this trial. She's slaying her looks. She's making ridiculous facial expressions and court TV is capturing it all. Despite Gwyneth's counsel asking almost every day if they could stop putting Gwyneth on camera and to which they lie and say, we are taking what you say into consideration and instead putting her on camera at all times. I have had this trial on pretty consistently in the background of my life. It's streaming on YouTube and I mean, there's it's just the biggest he said, she said of all time. And they can't even agree on which one was the downhill skier. I've skied three times in my life, but they can't agree on anything. Obviously, this man is saying that Gwyneth crashed into him and that she fled the scene. It was a hit and run and that her instructor who was there working with her son, Moses, was rude to him and like lied on the form because Gwyneth is an A-lister and can afford him to do that. He also has this witness that was like 40 feet away, according to Gwyneth's team, that allegedly saw the whole thing. Now they are claiming and Gwyneth's Counsel did get that witness a little bit tongue-tied in one of his um, depositions in which he kind of switched the names. So that's confusing. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Gwyneth's team is obviously claiming this man ran into her and that she said, are you okay? He said yes. And so she left and that Deer Valley filled out a proper report. And this man allegedly didn't need assistance. He sent an email to his daughter saying he was famous because he had a collision with Gwyneth Paltrow after he figured out who she was. He is now saying he sent that email because it was one of his other personalities that has come up to light because of this crash. I mean, Gwyneth is doing a bad job hiding her facial expressions when he makes these ridiculous comments. They're both of their counsels are just asking crazy questions. I mean, Gwyneth's lawyer is making jokes, calling his own witnesses nerds for all of their like knowledge well, about. Oh, that was so brain. funny when he was like, "You're a nerd," and he's like, "I'm a neurologist." <laughs> yeah. So her his count her counsel's being a little like. 
shady we're so much better than you but then um because gwyneth is not no gwyneth yeah gwyneth is not gwyneth is sitting there gwyneth is being very very this is what happened is proving it through fashion i lost a day of skiing half a day half a day we lost a half a day of skiing i mean there are like there's like merch already and it's amazing but like let me just talk about the fashion for a second because she is so good at creating a very specific persona which is like rich lady but for the masses like she Mm -hmm. is dressing in a very utilitarian way but obviously each one of those pieces costs a million dollars None of it has labels or nothing is obvious. She's carrying a giant handbag that's like not a designer handbag. Normal humans carry designer handbags. Like it's a calculated move, but it is absolutely genius. This whole case I find astonishing because I it, it, it's how could the stories be so disparate? Completely different. You, you didn't mention Sarah Gwyneth's oh, account, which is that. She was on, I mean, this was, they were on a green, you guys. I'm not a skier, <laughs> but the only times I ever have skied was on a green, which guys, it's the bunny slope. It is where children learn to ski. It's like, whatever. Yes, you can get some momentum if you're going out of control, wildly careening down the mountain. But like, they're on a bunny slope. Gwyneth claims, and I believe her because it's just too wild of a story. And She's not a, she wouldn't be making this up because it's, there must be some witness. And again, I mean, how are there not cameras on the mountain? There must be. Anyway, she claims that she was, you know, with her son Moses and ski instructors and she's going down the mountain. Watching Moses, I think, right? She's watching Moses with the ski instructor and all of a sudden she feels skis behind her. Someone crash into her back with their skis going between her skis and splaying her legs apart and hearing like a weird grunting. And so her immediate thought was, this is a sexual assault. I'm being assaulted. Not wrong. Like one would think that too, but it's just so wild to me that this guy claims that she slammed into him. How is it so disparate when she has such a crystal clear recollection of very specific moves? You know, and she's like, yeah. we were connected and we skied a little bit to the right <laughs> and then we skied a little bit to the left. And I then mean, we fell over to the right, which would explain his cracked ribs right. on the right side. They I can't mean, even under they can't out. even agree on whether they both had their skis on after the collision. Like one side says we did have skis on, another side says we took our skis off. This witness says I took her skis off. This person says I took their skis off. Like no one on this mountain can agree on one thing that happened that day. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. But you know, I have to applaud Gwyneth for she's just going through with it. Like she's like, this guy's not telling the truth. Just because I'm a celebrity and I don't want this out there, just because I have money and I could pay him, I'm not doing it because he's lying and liars need to be exposed and put in their place. Do you think she regrets it, though, because of what a like insane how insane this has become? I don't know. No, I don't think she cares. I think that she she, likes a spectacle. And I just think she's she's sticking to her guns at this point. And can you imagine what her lawyer's fees are going to be? I think more than the 300,000 by the time we're done with this. Right. Two other quick notes of the wildest things that happened. One, they are arguing that because she's (laughs) she's suing for the one dollar. 
mm-hmm. but they're like, but also her attorney's fees, which you point out. So like, it's more than a dollar. But when they're talking about the dollar, mm-hmm. one of the G- Terry's lawyers, this woman is just wild. Everyone's like Marissa the Taylor Swift reference. Her. I hope yes. you bring up the Taylor Swift. Of course. Reference. And she brings up Taylor Swift. And because Taylor Swift infamously sued a DJ for $1 for grabbing her ass in a photo when Taylor Swift won. And it was like, just bringing up whether she's friends with Taylor Swift and Gwyneth's like, not really. Like I brought my daughter to her concert and she's like, well, did you know about like this case before? And Gwyneth's like, no, she goes, oh really? Cause you told me you did. And she was like, well, that was like, when you first asked me, this hadn't even happened yet. Like, it's crazy. They're talking about Taylor Swift. And this woman is just like obsessed with Gwyneth. She's like, you know, you have the greatest ski outfit. So I'm <sighs> sure like, I'm sure like your outfit was better than mine or your helmet was cuter than mine. And like, right. how tall are you? I'm so jealous of your height. And then asking Gwyneth like about her heels. Like, it's crazy. She's literally fangirling over her on yeah. the freaking stand. And everyone is like casting this in a movie, like who should play each character. Let Gwyneth play herself, I think, or let Gwyneth play the lawyer who's obsessed with her. That'd be inventive casting. But also at one point, Gwyneth asked the judge if she could bring treats for people in the court, the bailiffs in the court, and it was denied. But she's <gasps> trying to goop up the courtroom, you guys. Oh my God, I want to know what treats she would have given out to the bailiff. I know. It's just, I, it's really the trial of our generation. I know Johnny Depp and Amber Heard had people <laughs> on lock, but that was a little too like dark for me to yeah. enjoy it as much as some people were. This is pure comedy. I'm sorry, it really is. I just can't understand how this guy is. My favorite ridiculous thing is, of course, his second personality. But the fact that part of the reason he's suing for pain and suffering is because of his neurological damage that has affected him to not be able to enjoy wine tastings anymore. Like that is like a fact that you're suing Gwyneth Paltrow because you're no longer to enjoy wine tastings and she lost a half day of skiing is just like pinnacle ridiculous rich white people it is amazing they are champagne problems and it's fantastic and like clearly this guy has issues i don't know if they were caused by this accident but there's some stuff we need to work through with some doctors well and he also the wine pairing was a reason that he is suing her but also that his wife left him because of this other personality that gwyneth hitting him in the back brought out like your wife left you you have a strained relationship with your kids and you can't enjoy wine tasting because Gwyneth Paltrow hits you on a green. Like, it is just so ludicrous. And oh, Apple and Moses are going to be having to take the stand. Like, there's well, more Well, they were going to have to take the stand. Like, Apple is, Apple is on spring break. Or, no, Moses is on spring break and Apple is missing school. But then, I think because of, so that's what she said on Friday, but then Monday came around and they just read their testimonies like on their behalf. So, I think mm. maybe Gwyneth, like, because also maybe it's becoming such a thing that they somehow got it to where they don't have to go on stand but brad might because this was also the first trip that brad falchuk and Gwyneth paltrow took together with their kids to like see if they could make this blended family work and now it's the trip that got Gwyneth sued and of course from Gwyneth's point of view she left the mountain lost half a day of skiing and had to go get a massage because she texted someone in her family that guy messed me up so they hurt each other i'm not denying that this guy broke a rib or had a concussion or whatever i mean they're kind of denying it but it just seems like they collided. It was probably everyone's, probably both of their faults to some degree or his fault. I don't know. It, does, it doesn't really make sense that it could possibly really be hers. He looks like the scientist in Back to the Future, just like with <laughs> like how like aggressive he is towards Gwyneth about this. He is really playing this part and it is ludicrous. And you mentioned that she was with Brad Fluchek, who is, of course, the co-creator of all but the... That was Fulchuk, sorry. Falchuk. I've never. Falchuk. Oh. Falchuk, Fulchuk, Falucek. Brad Falchuk. 
L-A-L-C-H-U-K. Falchuk. Falchuk is so much easier to say. Brad Falchuk. Thank you, Gwen. I mean, Travis, there are so many reasons why everyone loves Travis, but names are not <laughs> like name perfection is just not one of your skills. But you have so many others. It's all you right. Know, I can live with that. But yes. Brad Falchuk. I just did that to piss you off. Brad Falchuk. But he and Ryan Murphy do all of those like stories about real life events like Monica Mm. Lewinsky, the Mm. OJ trial. So I think that since Gwyneth Paltrow is so close to this, I think playing the other lawyer who's obsessed with her is a good, like good idea. But Ryan Murphy, if he has anything, it's a sense of humor. And I think he is watching this too. And I think we could definitely get an FX original. Um, I forget what the trial ones are called with like the oj simpson like the people versus american crime story american American crime story Story. i think we can get an american crime story dear valley and that this paltro versus sanderson paltro versus sanderson uh just a titan heavyweight i believe it's actually sanderson versus paltro because the Oh. The argument came hard. from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sanders. it's just wild. Samson versus Baltram. It is. And how long, Sarah, you have been watching this more than I have. Um, how long do you think this trial is going to go on more? I Every day I'm like, this has got to be the last. They've I talked about everything they could. it was supposed to be eight days from the beginning. Okay. Um, so if not the end of this week, early next week, we Maybe got have two a days verdict. left. Yes. Oh my uh, to God. be on this jury, I actually was summoned for jury duty just two weeks ago and I was prepared to serve the state of New Jersey. But um, when I got back from the Bahamas, I got an email that um, my my duty was not needed and they didn't need me anymore. And I was kind of got a check. And I know most people want that, but I was eager to hit the courts and show them what I know, maybe play them clips from this podcast to prove that I am actually quite qualified to be a juror. Um, Maybe they, maybe they sought it out themselves and said, this girl is um, too unhinged for, for the jury stand. So I, I, I wasn't needed, but to be on this case would have been a dream. Dream. She's like, this girl is too qualified to be a juror. Get her out of here. Well, before we wrap up, I want to talk about uh, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Third Trimester Thompson, because we had a source tell us a couple weeks ago that Khloe is not interested in getting back with Tristan, but Tristan is always looking for a way in for Khloe. He is always romantically pursuing her. He wants her back desperately. And I think we have seen a very tangible version of this, that he bought a house three doors down from her in the Hidden Hills in California. The house looks like all the Kardashian houses, white, big, huge, grand foyer. Um, And a source tells us that, yes, this was, you know, a way for him to try to get back in her good graces. But Chloe is still not interested in getting back with him. But I don't know, watching this story play out, I feel like he's going to wear her down. I feel like buying this house next to her, you know, 11 o'clock at night, he's like, can I come over and see the kids? And he's going to get it. You know, I'm making up all these, but I feel I feel bad things coming for Chloe and Tristan. I mean, it's Kanye has a house across the street. Like, it's about seeing their kids and being closer to oh, Tristan really cares about all his children. Well, I mean, I think that Tristan definitely, ones. I agree with you. I think he wants to stay close. Um, you know, he, that there's a lot of money there, Trav. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of fame. Yeah. I just hope I agree with you. We have sent into the ether through this podcast. We have said run, Chloe, run several times. We have, you know, manifested other things. So maybe we can manifest this. Chloe looks great, you know. 
May I just sing a bar of oh, 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 Zen, Zen. I don't know if she's taking it, but mm, she looks really good. And hopefully she's just moving on with her life. She has been known to make some poor decisions in the past. So just a little. I'm just going to have to see what happens. Yeah. You know, I have like been disappointed in Chloe so much in the last couple of years. So it's kind of like hard for me to even get invested anymore. Like she's broken my heart too many times with this Tristan third trimester Thompson. Yeah. But what I did hold out hope for was that season three of the show, the Kardashians was going to, you know, bring anything because season one was so good. Season two, not great. Season three, the trailer might be the worst trailer of a show I've seen in a long time. Like Bravo the bachelor, whatever, like I fall for a trailer and I shouldn't, I know all the tricks, right? I've watched endless hours of reality TV, but usually a trailer can get me excited, invested. I'll fall for it. The trailer they put out for season three of Kardashians was almost offensive. It was offensive Mm -hmm. that we were supposed to think that was going to be interesting. They did not say one It was just a big nothing burger. There was Mm -hmm. no actual thing. There was like, you think you know what happened, but you don't. They didn't even give us like what they're talking about. Oh my God. I was so offended by the trailer. Yeah, what as a Kardashians fan, yeah, I what I don't love the show, but obviously I follow the family closer than most people in my own life. But I couldn't understand what they were alluding to when they were talking about like, oh, you think you know, you know, about this sort of one issue. I was like, what? What is it? Is it Kanye? But that was last season. Like, is it what? What is it? that they're selling here you yeah i i don't know either i was really disappointed by that trailer also chloe kardashian's clapbacks on her recent instagram post of her working out with a fan saying do you miss your old face and her simply commenting no i really really enjoyed i thought that was funny and a very like at least she's honest about it like laughing back but we'll see and sir i'm sorry that they um were so rough to you because of the trailer as a kardashian fan it didn't give you what you wanted well thanks not to the kardashians trailer but thanks to sarah and gwen for helping me spill all of this piping hot celebrity this week again this is travis cronin us weekly's hot hollywood podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame your favorite celebrities because after all everyone they're, They're just, just like, like us. us. And on Zampak. Yes. And we will be back next week with a new episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. For more news content and exclusive interviews, make sure to hit the sub, like, and bell button down below and visit usmagazine.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.